Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grossick. It's a great pleasure to welcome to Viewpoints, Amy Coot, who's the CEO for Maddie Rewalt's Vision. Welcome to Viewpoints, uh, Amy Coot. Thank you so much, Henry. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. Before we get on to that, I will digress just into what we were chatting beforehand. You love cooking, it's said about you. Um, you were taught by your mum. What's the favourite dish that you cook? <laughs> Oh, that is a difficult question because I think it does depend on the season. Um, but I do make some really fantastic beef cheeks, um, which I learnt again, learnt from mum, and they've been a family and friend uh, favourite. So something I'm proud of. Mm. Well, your family, as I said off, is very lucky. Do some? <laughs> does your husband or partner uh, cook too? He's fabulous on the barbecue. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so we have a good, we have a good balance. <laughs> you do have a good balance. And, of course, your work gives you that other balance. You're the CEO of Maddie Rewalt's Vision. Now, you've been in this uh, um, sector for quite a while, haven't you? You might like to quickly tell us a little bit about your career and how you ended up working now as the CEO in Maddie Rewalt's Vision. Oh, thanks for that opportunity, Henry. So um, I actually um, have, a, I would say, a pre-children and post-children career, which I think a lot of women um, may tend to do. Um, so my pre-children career was actually as a professional conference and events manager working with national and international associations delivering major events across Australia. Um, and then after having the children, I was looking for something new that really aligned with my values and, and where I could um, transfer my skill set and um, was incredibly fortunate to find myself into what I like to call the for-purpose sector. Um, so over the last 11 years, I've held numerous um, or number of roles working with children and young people, especially in the area of healthcare. And so just over a year ago, um, I was really fortunate to start working with Maddie Revolt's Vision. As I'm sure many people know, um, the organisation was founded by the Revolt family. Mm. So Nick Revolt, a very famous St Kilda football player, his sister Maddie um, was diagnosed with a bone marrow failure syndrome called aplastic anemia. And um, she sadly lost her battle after five years at the age of 26. And when she was passing away, she asked her family to make sure that no one else would go through what she went through. And so Maddie's vision is, is her legacy. Um, and so for the last eight years, we've been funding medical research to try and find better treatments and cures and also now provide uh, support programs to patients and families around Australia. And you've done an incredible job in that time. I was just checking some of the figures. 8.8 .8 million committed to research, 36 research projects, um, 86 patients supplied by your telehealth nurse, um, 22.6 million leveraged funding, and, um, and you've also got over 400 people that are involved in a very uh, exciting research project. Um, there must be an awful lot of work goes into that, uh, Amy, to, to, to get to that. What do you do to, to achieve <laughs> that sort of funding? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you something interesting, um, actually, that we are only a 4.1 FTE equivalent our, our little organisation. So we are high impact um, and incredibly passionate, our, our team, but we're able to have this amazing impact through um, volunteers, through our amazing board and our scientific advisory committee who then help us connect with the leading universities, 
medical research institutes and hospitals that we partner with to deliver these research projects. And so our scientific advisory committee um, will identify the leading experts with the most innovative projects for us to fund that align with our research strategy. But one of the really exciting stats that you just mentioned, which was the 22 million in leverage mm -hmm. funding, uh, people might not know what that, that means, but what it means is that our researchers have been able to leverage the outcomes that of the Maddie's Vision funded projects to then apply for more funding from the National Health and Medical Research Council or Medical Research Future Fund or other philanthropic grants to actually be able to contribute that more into bone marrow failure syndrome research, which is just phenomenal and really reinforces that we're working with, you know, some of the brightest minds in, in the country, which is exciting for us and exciting for the future of bone marrow failure syndrome research. But the biggest challenge for us is funding. Um, and that's why we are working so hard to try and raise awareness and opportunities to chat with you today, um, help more people understand about bone marrow failure syndromes and how they can make an impact. Yes, and some people might think, oh, yeah, bone marrow uh, failure syndrome, what, uh, you know, what happens there, who, who are the people who get it? I did some reading up there, um, 160 people per year um, are diagnosed with that condition and only 50% survive, and it's not a particularly good set of conditions, is it? It's not. It's it's terribly tragic, and so we are seeing, you know, three to four new diagnoses a week. Mm. A majority are children and young people. Um, and, you know, it's incredibly difficult for us as a team. We become quite close with the patients and families we support. And just a couple of weeks ago, I had to attend the funeral of an 11-year-old boy who passed away from an inherited bone marrow failure syndrome called Swashman-Diamond syndrome. And it's just absolutely heartbreaking um, and that keeps you know, the fire lit for us in terms of why what we're doing is so important. And we're the only, we're the largest funder of bone marrow failure syndrome mm. research in the whole country and the only support for patients and families. So if we're not doing this work, then, then no one else is. And, um, you know, it's, they're incredibly challenging and complex syndromes that we just have to keep working and we just need new treatments and ultimately cures for these really horrendous diseases. Mm. Well, it's interesting. Um, you get no government supporting funding for that. That's uh, a bit oh, distressing. Oh, no, well, we definitely have. No, no, oh, we definitely have. have in the past. So I'll just correct that. So we've been very fortunate to receive um, funding through the Medical Research Future Fund for our two clinical trials, which mm. is what um, we have seen more than 400 patients participate. Um, and then we receive significant funding from the Victorian state government for uh, to establish our Centre of Research Excellence in Bone Marrow Biology and that supported a number of research grants and also supports critical infrastructure which helps ensure that we can help accelerate and facilitate research through the aplastic anemia and other bone marrow failure syndromes registry and also the brand new Australian Marrow Failure, failure Biobank um, which has been a Maddie's Vision initiative and is um, going through its pilot program at the moment. Mm, now you mentioned the 400 people who are involved in, I think it's called, and the acronym is EMBRACE, the EMBRACE study. That's just one of the things that you're involved in but it's an important one, isn't it? 
Absolutely. So one of the you know biggest challenge we're facing for inherited bone marrow failure syndrome um, is a fast and accurate diagnosis. They present in many different ways and are incredibly complex. And so we see that there's you know work for us to do in um, educating clinical services around Australia on bone marrow failure syndrome presentation, but also what types of testing and services and clinical trials are available for those patients. So the EMBRACE trial was a genetic testing clinical trial, and so what that has enabled is more than 400 patients to get fast and accurate um, genetic testing to confirm their diagnosis, which then puts them on the right treatment pathway as opposed to misdiagnosis and then for years being put on the on the wrong treatment path. So that's been such an important project and it also has been able to test family members to determine whether they're at risk of developing the syndromes uh, as well. Mm. Now, do you collaborate internationally with people? What's go- I mean, obviously this isn't the only country in the world that has uh, people suffering from this and dying from this. Uh, there must be things going on overseas. Is there any stuff there that uh, is promising and supportive of us? Yeah, so we've been really fortunate to um, have worked with the Victorian Cancer Agency to um, recently place a fellow at the National Institutes of Health in the U.S. And he's recently finished that fellowship and a brand new fellow is just about to commence his um, Maddie's Vision Fellowship in collaboration with a researcher at Oxford University. Um, Another one of our fellows recently went and presented on all the Maddie's Vision work at um, Cambridge University. Um, We work with um, Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation in the US. So we really are trying to build those and deepen those international connections um, because when there's a larger population, there's, you know, more information and insights on bone marrow failure syndrome. So the work we're doing has global impact and, you know, we we want to collaborate at an international level wherever possible. You've come so far in eight years. The Rewalts, I mean, obviously there's a lot more people involved and they founded it, but they they must be, they must at least be uh, somewhat proud of, the legacy they're building on behalf of um, of Maddie. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'm really close with Joe and Fiona. Um, Maddie and Nick and Alex's mum and dad, and Nick still sits on the board, and we're still really close to Jack, um, Maddie's cousin. And they're just so, so proud. And Fiona talks about how proud mm. Maddie would be if, you know, she's looking down, you know, on all of these achievements and, and it is just so incredibly proud and, um, you know, we've come such a long way but there's still just so much to do and, you know, in, in the medical research space, whilst there could be a breakthrough tomorrow, we know that we need to be in it for the long haul but one of the really important evolutions of the organisation's history has been the move to just not to not solely focus on medical research, no. but to also work with patients and families. And so you mentioned the telehealth mm. nurse service, um, and we're now at 92 patients and families. We've had a 22% increase in demand just in the last 12 months. But we've also just in August established a brand new peer support program. Mm. Um, and that was through feedback from patients and families saying, it's so isolating. We don't know anyone else who's going through the same thing. Um, so we've now got an online program where they can connect um, 
you know, in a safe and confidential environment, share lived experiences and really support each other, you know, through discussing challenges and providing advice and support to one another. So that's currently being piloted um, till the end of February, um, but so far it's, it's, you know, performing really well and, and we've, we've got amazing feedback from patients and families. So we expect that to continue on into the future. And of course, all of this does segue back to a big part of your job as well, Amy, and that is uh, finding ways to, 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 to raise the, the revenue and the, the, the finances to, to keep these things going. And uh, there's a number of activities you have, but we'll start with one that's, we're well into it, but there's still time. Maddie's Month, we're talking about November. Tell us all about Maddie's Month and what people still have time to do. So Maddie's Month is one of our biggest um, awareness raising and fundraising campaigns each year. And thanks to our amazing and longest term partner, Flavorite, which is one of Australia's largest glasshouse growers of fruit and vegetables, everyone can support Maddie's Vision and bone marrow failure syndrome patients and families by getting into their local coal store until the end of November and buying a specially marked pack of tomatoes or capsicums. You'll be able to see them. They stand out. They're bright purple. There's a photo of Nick um, on the packaging and 15 cents from every pack will be donated to Maddie's Vision. So we're trying to raise another $100,000, which will take us to $800,000 over the duration of this really amazing and very, very valued partnership. Wow. So that's all you've got to do is go to your local Coles store where many of us shop. We do too. And what do we do again? So you're looking out for specially marked packs of tomatoes and capsicum. So they've got their beautiful vine ripened mm. cherry tomatoes, the tiny toms. Oh, which I love are really them. <laughs> great. Yeah, they're great for um, like kids' lunch boxes. Yes. And there's also the little mini capsicums and the mm. long capsicums as well. And honestly, the, the, the quality of the produce is just so beautiful. I, I don't know how much, I've lost count of how many packets <laughs> I bought this month. Um, but um, no, they're a really fantastic partner. And, um, and as I mentioned, our, our longest term corporate partner. So we're truly so grateful for their generosity. Mm, well, we've still got time to do that and we'll certainly make sure we let people know. Of course, across the year, there are other um, other things that happen, signature events. Uh, I played football myself. I only got to VFA standard, not VFL. And, the, and I do barrack for Collingwood, but my father did barrack for St Kilda. There's, oh, okay. Yeah, there's, and he always thought, you know, um, the day they won the premiership in 1966, I came home and Dad always ribbed me. He always said, I believe St Kilda have won two premierships, one by winning the premiership and two by beating your team, Collingwood, by a point. So <laughs> he, he, he lived the rest of his life believing St Kilda had won two flags. Now, Maddie's match is something that will be coming up in the new year, won't it? Yeah, so we're... Um, we're organising a catch-up with the St Kilda team in a couple of weeks just to chat about what next year looks like with the with the fixture being announced. Mm. Um, but Maddie's Match funded our very first ever research project and um, the partnership with St Kilda and with the support of the AFL has really put bone marrow failure syndromes and Maddie's vision on the map and you know we couldn't have you know started without that platform and mm. um so you know we we had a, a great Maddie's match it was quite late this year on you know in August yep. and you know we're, it's so wonderful to see the St Kilda and even Richmond supporters come out in their purple ready yes. to get behind Maddie's vision and and help sort of be there to support 
our work. So it's a really, really fantastic event on the calendar as well. Mm. You've also got what's called the Bloody Good Dinner, which includes uh, the Snowdome Foundation. Uh, another young lady there lost her life, and uh, between the the, the Rewalts and them, um, you've got another uh, organisation there, the Dinner, that uh, is a, a signature event people should keep an eye out for next year. Yes, next year, definitely. We're really hopeful that we can deliver that event again. Um, the Snowdome Foundation were really critical in the beginning, early days mm. of Maddie's vision, and, and we were auspiced through the organisation. And so they, they work to support um, blood cancer research, and there's um, significant... Um, association between bone marrow failure syndromes and blood cancer. Uh, so us collaborating and working together on events or, or in other research initiatives um, makes a lot of sense because if, if our, our research is successful in bone marrow failure syndromes, mm. then we could potentially reduce the, the number of blood cancer patients um, that those will go on to develop blood cancer. Absolutely. And you've got the United Energy Round the Bay event. Uh, is, that, uh, is that still going? That's brand new this year, actually. How'd um, it go? It, uh, it was absolutely fantastic. So we're the new charity partner um, with Bicycle Network for United Energy around the Bay for the next three years at least. Mm. Um, but it's a you know fantastic new partnership, both being health promotion charities, you know, really strong alignment there. And we saw over 7,000 riders participate and, um, you know, we had a number of people fundraising for Maddie's vision and, you know, it's a bit of a shift. They were working with the Smith family for the last 20 years, uh, but we're really hoping that as people, as the riders get to know Maddie's vision and get to know the impact of our research and our support for patients and families that, you know, they'll continue to sort of grow in numbers and get behind get behind Maddie's vision and, and get involved in the event. But it was a beautiful day this year and, you know, lots and lots of people came out to support, which was fantastic. And uh, that segues us all the way back to what people still have a little time to get back involved in. We'll just go through that again. Maddie's month, November, they've still got nearly a week to, to make an impact at Coles. Absolutely. Please get into your local store Grab a specially marked pack of tomatoes and capsicums. 15 cents will go to Maddie's Vision um, to help patients and families with bone marrow failure syndrome funding vital research and also ensuring that we can meet the demands for support that they desperately need. Now, there's other ways people can be involved and um, volunteers you mentioned earlier in our interview, uh, Amy, uh, are a big part of it. So I guess if people want to, to have a look at all the range of things that they can get involved in and that you do, your website's the place to go? It absolutely is. We've got a beautiful new website that we launched at the beginning of this year. Yep. So for anyone to find out more about bone marrow failure syndromes, learn about our research, look at the resources, learn about our telehealth nurse service, sign up to volunteer or fundraise, or just in general learn a bit more about Maddie's vision, they need to visit mrv.org.au and um, there's lots of lots of easily accessible information there to, to find out more and learn how people can get involved. Do you ever get time to go home and do that cooking <laughs> with all these things? <laughs> I reckon it might be in your late. head. <laughs> Sometimes we do eat late, I'll be honest. But, um, you know, you, I, I pretty much only one one takeaway meal a week is, is yeah. you know, so I'm cooking most nights. But it brings the family together and, and that's so important. And um, I truly feel blessed every day to, you know, have a healthy um, healthy family and um, so you know I, I enjoy being able to look after them through 
providing good, healthy meals. Mm, and and the uh, the Maddie's Month Coles promotion there, um, I mean, capsicums and tomatoes, they're pretty healthy pieces of uh, food to, 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 to be involved in with in a contribution towards the, to the vision, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, I actually have to cut my son off with the number of tomatoes that he eats because he'll break the bank. But no, 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 he's, it's, it's wonderful. The kids love their fresh fresh um, fruit and veggies. And, um, yeah, so, you know, getting getting those flavorite products into the into the house this month has been, been a real priority. And you can buy them all year long, but they just don't have the have the specially marked labelling and the fundraising is only till the end of November. Mm, absolutely. Look, look, Amy, it's been an absolute pleasure and inspiration to chat with you. And firstly, I'd like to congratulate, um, obviously, the Rewalts uh, for the work they've done in setting this up and many people are going to benefit from it. And also yourself for the great work you do in in this, this care sector. Oh, thank you so much, Henry. And yes, I mean, it's um, I'm so proud to lead such a really passionate and hardworking team. And as I mentioned, our, our volunteer board and scientific advisory committee are, are an extension of that. And we couldn't do what we do without, of the, without their, their generosity and time. Absolutely. That was Amy Cook, uh, an inspiring person, CEO of Maddie Rewalt's Vision. Check their website out. You've still got the rest of the month, uh, listeners, to get out there and get your capsicums and tomatoes. And, uh, and there's so many other things uh, that you can get involved with.